0: Okay, good morning everybody. Today is Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. I think Friday is New Year's, I'm pretty sure. But um, not too much news to report on today, which is generally good. I mean, most of it is political, but there's a few things I do want to talk about that I find are pretty significant and are sort of representative or representative of the the overall aspect of certain, I guess we could say, tribalistic nations around the world let's call it and if that doesn't make any sense you'll see what i mean shortly so let's just jump right into it now in the united states the house voted to increase stimulus checks to two thousand dollars per month on both the republican and the democratic side and the senate votes on it today at some point which is pretty good i mean look at the end of the day regardless of which political side you're on i've said this for the past few episodes who doesn't want an extra two thousand dollars in their bank account to help them right Especially if it's just a one-time payment, it is a big boost. Don't get me wrong. Monthly payment or uh, every other month, bi-monthly payments would be good. But who doesn't want that? Personally, I mean that's the way I see it. Unless there's a certain aspect that I'm missing, I, I don't see why that would be a big issue. Especially when there's so much money that could be given that that actually is being given to other countries overseas. Like for example, um, Pakistan and uh, Israel weapons to fund Israel's. Um, Uh, money to fund israel's weapon defense system and all that now the next thing i want to talk about is that the new york post called on trump to say stop the insanity and they said this i believe was yesterday or, or the day before three months after they said that they endorsed him and they loved him and they supported him look this is a touchy subject the question then becomes is trump doing this out of spite everything that he's been doing right now is he doing this to is he accelerating his agenda because things are not moving in the way that he had hoped is he playing 3d 4d chess or is he literally just messing with everybody's mind and making them think he's doing that but just doing everything that he can to sort of create as much distortion as possible for the the deep state or it, maybe it might be exactly as it seems on the public end sometimes that's the whole point of deception you do not they don't want you to believe what's right in front of our eyes but that's exactly what's going on and so We got to look at all the angles, right? And I think I just listed off a few different aspects of it. I mean, is he doing it out of spite? Is he playing some strategical game? Is he doing this because everyone's turning on him? There's a few different angles we can look at. That's not up for me to decide. It's just for me to lay out the possibilities and take a look at what is more probable at this moment in time, right? The next thing I want to mention is that the Delaware... Computer shop owner that had Hunter Biden's laptop is suing Twitter personally in a $500 million defamation lawsuit. Now, I don't know the specifics. I believe the news just broke late last night, early this morning, as of the time and day I'm recording this. But this is interesting. And I agree with this. And I'll tell you why I agree with this. So if we take a look at what was happening with the Senate hearings. Having to do with Facebook, Google, Apple, Twitter, those guys—they've been called to. I mean, they did it. They did do it virtually, via Skype or Zoom. But they did have to testify in front of the Senate. I believe at the very least, it twice this year, and I believe it was the second time around. Senator Ted Cruz. And look, think what you will of the guy, but at the end of the day, he legally he knows his stuff. So he asked. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, why did you remove the New York Post story? Excuse me. Particularly when the New York Post is the third most circulated newspaper in the country, whether it's in physical form in the, you know, tabloid magazine form or whether it's online. I would say most of it's online, but it's still circulated nonetheless around the country. So, he says Mr. Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter. He asks him, he goes, "How come you removed the Hunter Biden New York Post story?" He then said, Mr. Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, then replied, and he's made these type of replies before, especially if you check out Joe Rogan's podcast with Tim Pool and, and himself and his lawyer, Vija It's pretty bad. Like, his excuses are pretty bad. So anyways, I will give him one thing. He did say, listen, we screwed up. We did screw up, and 24 hours later, we issued an apology publicly and to the New, to the New York Post and to the journalist who wrote the New York Post article. But when he was asked this question by Senator Ted Cruz, He said, we removed it because it didn't follow our guidelines. And Ted Cruz goes, what guidelines are that? And he said, well, the guidelines of publishing a story that has information that was obtained illegally. Right. Fair. okay, fine. However, Ted Cruz brought up a great point. He then said, Mr. Dorsey. So if that's the case, Trump's alleged tax returns that were found, I put that in air quotes, by the New York Times, were obtained illegally as well, too. Why didn't you guys censor or block that story? And Mr. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, he said, Senator Cruz, I have no excuse. He goes, we made a mistake. And he completely admitted he had no other. It's true, because this is what I've been saying all along. Whether whatever political view you have, whichever side you take, or whether you take a bit of perspectives from all sides or all angles of the political spectrum, You need to be, and I'm not saying it to you guys, I'm just saying in general, one needs to be consistent with their outrage and consistent with their viewpoints. doesn't matter if it's a liberal or a a Republican, sorry. But the way I see it is that if you're going to do something like this, ensure that what you're saying follows the strict consistency of applying it to different situations. Now, yes, each situation is different, but the way I see it overall is that if there's a black and white situation that's a little bit more simplified... You should be pretty consistent with what you're saying and with what your beliefs are, because it's kind of like if you have a certain perspective on this, but then it changes when in a different context. Yes, fine. We can look at context. But at the end of the day, there needs to be consistency. And that's the whole point on both sides, on both sides. And when we look, for example, at the question that CEO uh, Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey was asked by Ted Cruz, that's a perfect example of them not being consistent with their policy. And with their form of censorship, and it's, it's terrible that I even have to say the word censorship. That's like the new form of of the word murder nowadays, if that makes sense. But anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's very important. The next thing I want to talk about is that the a U.S. judge denied bail for Ghislaine Maxwell. There's no surprise there. At the end of the day, whatever operation her and Epstein had going on, and her father being a you know multiple uh, agent or triple agent for the Mossad England's MI6 and the United States CIA it seems like that whole operation is all done it seems like there's no one there to protect them anymore especially now that Epstein is dead it, it seems like they kind of closed that operation and will never be able to trace it back to any of these agencies but you can rest assured they had some hand in all of this right this just seems like another form of a sort of a spy strategy, if you will, or some type of blackmail strategy that worked for 20, 30 years, maybe even longer. But like everything in life, you know, there's a cycle, certain things happen. And eventually everything comes to an end as well. And so did this operation is based on what I'm imagining. Right. So that's why Ghislaine Maxwell doesn't have someone like that from the CIA contacting the White House to then tell this judge uh, and tell the local district attorney, listen, let her go, because that's what happened with Epstein back in 2000. And I think six. So the fact that it's not happening here tells us that this operation has pretty much been closed, and people that are still alive, like Ghislaine Maxwell and John Luke Burnell and all those people, they're pretty much on their own. In in and they're pretty much they have no protection from the form of law that everyone else doesn't have either. So again, it's hard to make of this as we as we see fit. I mean, obviously the actions done by Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein were, and and many others were absolutely deplorable. They were disgusting. They were terrible. But again, it just comes down to perspective, right? So, the next thing I want to talk about is that Biden says Trump has shown irresponsibility in the transition process. But, like, what did, what did Biden expect? Trump wasn't going to give help him out to begin with. Like, I know Biden's trying to do this whole thing of, all oh, let's be peaceful and let's get along. But, And I'm not for more division or more tribalism, not at all, but, excuse me. It just doesn't make any sense to me personally. It really doesn't like what did Biden think Trump was going to say, oh, here you go. I mean, whether or not you agree with Trump or not, look, Biden wasn't really the best decision out there, but he was pretty much the only candidate that the the Democrats had aside from Bernie Sanders, who could probably put up a fight against Trump. Right. And so look, the way I see it is this. I, I get what Biden's trying to do he's trying to show civility and all that. But I don't think at this point anybody cares. I'm not going to lie. I think everyone's tired of this whole fake facade thing. And even if it is authentic, which I highly doubt, but let's just say for a second what Biden is saying and every time he comes out, it's truly authentic and it's you know from the bottom of his heart and all that. And I say that with air quotes, but it just doesn't... We're not buying it. We're not buying it. It's simple. And I'm not saying it's got to be Trump that has to go in again for for a certain percentage of the country to be happy, but an outsider again would probably be a lot better. But again, that... They're not going to let that happen anytime soon, at least, because they understand what an outsider did. And whether that's good or bad, that's up for you guys to determine. But the outsider, which is Trump, created a ripple nonetheless. We have to admit that, right? Now, the next thing I want to talk about is that Epstein's cellmate. I should have brought this up earlier, but Epstein's cellmate just died of COVID-19. The only person that really saw what went on, whether he was given COVID to the, or he actually died from it. Look, at the end of the day, there have been reports all over the world that prisons... Whether they're small facilities or much bigger one like supermax prisons, COVID is spreading like wildfire in these prisons. A lot of them are being, a lot of prisoners who did not commit murders and things like this are being sent home to continue the rest of the f- their, f- their foreseeable sentence. Sorry, on uh, on house arrest for the health of the of the prisoners. Of course, their lawyers are going to argue argue that as well. Um, I mean, which legally, under the the guise of the law, they have the right to, and so. Unless you're a hardened criminal, I'm pretty sure they're letting you go in the sense of you get a, like much more laxed restrictions at home and things like this, right? We take a look at a lot of white-collar criminals. We're seeing that happening. Now, yes, granted, a lot of white-collar criminals have a lot of money to pay certain people off in, I guess we could say, a legal form of bribery. But nonetheless, I mean, look, it's, it's the way the system works, and it's terrible to say, but that's the way certain people gin the system, and that's the way it's always going to be unless there's some massive change or reform, right? The next thing is that Mike Pence is being sued by fellow Republicans. This is interesting. Now, apparently he's being sued because they want him to, from what I understand, they and I could be very wrong here, but they want him to certify the election on January 6th, and he's being sued apparently for not taking action and just standing by Trump's what they claim to be ridiculous claims and things like this. But look, what's really scary to me, and I say this very carefully, but I got to say it, What's scary to me is the more and more video evidence or footage. And there's a difference between evidence and proof, by the way, guys. I want to make that very clear. Evidence does not mean proof. Evidence means that it's possible that to suggest that certain aspects or certain elements that have been found as part of, a, a I guess, an investigation, we could say, would lead us to make a conclusion, but we're not there yet. But the evidence found is is a little bit scary. It's a little bit startling to me. It really makes me think that, if the Democrats really did do something to meddle with the election, if they did get away with something, some type of rigging within a handful of states or something like this, they man, they did a damn good job, I'll tell you that. On the other hand... It's just more people claiming that these claims are uh, baseless and things like this. Now, this is going to be interesting, guys, and I say this because this is going to be a kind of story where 50 to 100 years from now, or maybe even longer, there's going to be some declassification of all these events that occurred during the 2020 election. And I'm not saying this is going to be the case because I can't predict the future, but if we see down the road that declassified top secret documents are released to the public in the public domain that had to do with the Democrats rigging the election, ooh, that's going to be interesting to see, but they release it, you know, 100 years from now, so no one cares. It doesn't affect them, excuse me, it doesn't affect them in their immediate lives, so no one really gives a damn, right? The next thing is that apparently the Wonder Woman movie has a form of predictive programming on multiple different different levels. Now, this really wouldn't surprise me, to be honest with you guys. There's not really much I could say about it. I I haven't seen it yet. I plan to just because I'm hearing things about it. There's different forms of multi-layered predictive programming and mind control and subliminal messaging. But look, what film is not like that nowadays to begin with anyways, right? The next thing is that the House also voted to override Trump's veto of the defense bill, which means that the defense bill is going through pretty much. I mean, look, we can argue both sides as to why that defense bill is good or bad, and I'm not going to get into it just because it's. You want to see debates about that? Check out the mainstream media. And no offense, guys, but you know what I mean. Like, it's it's just pointless to talk about the different aspects of it because it's just it's ongoing political bickering. It's just bickering back and forth, back and forth, right? The next thing is that the Russian government said if Alexei Navalny comes back to Russia, he will be arrested uh, because of some parole violation from back in 2014 that's interesting they're using whatever they can to get him that's how i see it simple as that simple as that it is representative though that there seems to be a bit more of a republic-based democratic audience um or or population trying to speak out in, in russia and say listen we want more help from the rest of the world but that could just be me looking into things incorrectly now the final thing is that Despite strict measures, England's number of cases are soaring. Well, it's either people aren't listening or they're making the numbers up. That's truly how I see it. But anyways, that's it for today's news. Uh, We will catch you guys tomorrow morning. And thank you so much for watching. Cheers.